0: Our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. My name is Karen Conrad. I'm the Vice President of Wealth Builders, and I'm so honored to be sitting in for Billy Epperhart today. Wealth Builders is all about making sense of making money for making a difference. And we share that there are three main ways that people make money to make a difference it's in business, it's in investments, and it's in real estate. And today we're going to be focusing on businesses. And this is actually some things that you can use in your personal life, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a president of a major company with thousands of employees. We're going to talk about how to position yourself for growth. We are in the final quarter of 2021, looking into 2022. And if we are in business, we are interested in profit and in growth. And so I'm going to share three strategies for you or three keys today to help position you for growth in 2022. The first one is that we need to learn how to make a commitment to growth. Do you know any time that you want different results, it's going to require some change. Change can be painful. (laughs) You need some help in that area. I'll tell you, Billy's got a great teaching out there that is called Change Mastery. And it's something that we know has to take place for us to see different results, but actually getting there can be complicated, and oftentimes it can be uncomfortable. So for us to really position ourselves for growth in 2022, we've got to make a commitment to make the changes necessary to see the different results. So a question I have for you is, are you ready to grow? And you might say, yes, Karen, of course, I'm ready to grow. Well, the second question is, if that's the case, are you ready to make changes to your organization that will position you to go to the next level? Now, I know your answer is yes, or you would not have decided to listen and stay on to this podcast, but It's much easier said than done. And so the word of God tells us like, you know, when you're going into something, count the cost. And that's what I'm trying to help you to understand. I've been with many organizations that have either expressed that they want to grow or organizations that have actually planned for growth. And let me tell you, there's a really big difference between the two. A lot of times people will say, yes, I want to grow and they'll even hire someone to come in or they'll contact us at Wealth Builders and they're just not getting the results that they want to see. And they're at that point, like I need help, come in and help me to grow. And then when we sit down with them, what we find out is they're really not willing to make the changes necessary to bring about different results. Now that's not going to be you. <laughs> You're. You're one of those people that are like, that's good. I'm going to be prepared to make those changes. And so that does come with making the commitment to change. You know, we can plan for change and we can actually prepare ourselves, prepare our team that as a growing organization, as an organization that's going to continue to be viable, to be successful to stay in the cutting edge of competition, maybe technology, service, whatever that might be with your value discipline, we can actually set a culture to help our team members to deal with change. And when you make that commitment at the top and you are willing to line the organization up for a culture of change, for rewarding people for the right behaviors that bring about the different results, you are making the commitment to make a change. I'm going to read a scripture to you. It's James 1, 5 through 8. And it says this, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. You know, this verse is a foundation. Sometimes it's something that's like, really? Gosh, I can't waver or make a decision. I still want to see the results. This is one of those verses that has really helped me over the years and many others to say, you know what? If I've made a decision to do something, I'm going to stay with it. It's much easier to steer a moving ship than one that is stuck in the water. And this also encourages us, too, like, hey, we might not know everything as we go into it, but if we're committed, To achieving results, if we feel in our heart that this is a direction that God wants us to go with the organization, He's given us this vision or this dream for the organization, we can lean into God and know that He's going to bring us the wisdom. He's going to bring us knowledge, whether it's through other people, through podcasts like this, through attending conferences, whatever that might be, He's going to equip us with what we need to bring about the success to fulfill the vision and the destiny that God has planned for our lives and in our businesses. This also helps to kind of what I would say, hold us accountable for the decisions that we make along the way, helping us to stay in line with the results that we have declared that we want to see. Let me give you a couple examples here. I'm gonna give you a personal example, then I'll give you one from a business. Let's uh, look into 2022 and one of the things that seems every year, I always want to like get stronger, get more fit, uh, maybe lose a few pounds. I can't along the way with the year. And in that, I need to make a commitment based on the actions and activities and behaviors that I need to display for me to achieve those results. So for example, If I say I want to lose some weight or trim down or get more fit, that's going to involve perhaps changing what I'm eating on a daily basis. It will involve me needing to take time to exercise Uh, and a couple other things too, but just off the top, those would be the top two things. So if I am getting ready to go to bed and I have a craving for a midnight snack and those chocolate chip cookies are calling me from the cupboard. I can make a decision right there. Wow. What am I committed to? Am I committed to that losing weight or getting more fit? Same thing with trying to wake up to do the workout. If I'm tired and I like, oh, I'll skip it today. When I'm aware that I'm actually making decisions that are countering the very results that I'm saying I want, it kind of holds me accountable for those decisions And the scripture helps with that because if it's like, hey, if I'm committed to this, but when it comes down to it, I waver. If I want to actually do the actions and activities that bring those results, I'm double-minded in that situation. Well, we see that a lot with businesses. There are some businesses that absolutely make a commitment for change and they understand what that cost is for it. And they're willing so much to make that change to get those different results that they actually take these keys I'm going to be sharing with you today and they drive it into the organization and then they line things up in the organization to make sure people are rewarded in line with what the results are that we say we want. They're willing to make the tough decisions to make changes and actually take on those actions and activities that are necessary to see different results. Here's the example I want to share with you. And this is a real life example that I went through. I worked for a really great bank when I was in Minnesota. I was in banking for 25 years and we were a real small bank that got purchased by a holding company who had a vision to be a large bank, about a billion dollar bank. And in that process, we actually had four mergers in five years, if you can believe it. It was a very hectic, crazy time. I learned so much during that time. But the leadership with this organization was so strong that they led with understanding the process and then with a plan that when they got the operational things with all the systems, the policies, procedures, the risk management in place, they would move from an operationally based operation or organization into a sales-based organization but they knew that if we didn't have that strong foundation of operations, if we started to bring growth into it, we would really have a mess. And you know, in any company, that's going to be a challenge. But especially a bank when it's heavily regulated and there's certain very many guidelines that we have to follow, that just is a risk that we couldn't take. So from the beginning, they told us, like, "Hey, as as key uh, team members, as key leaders." Your focus right now is to build the operations of this organization. We knew down the road that we would wanna do sales, but our performance reviews, our KPIs, our objectives, everything that we did as an organization where people were rewarded was in the area of bringing operational excellence and laying a foundation of that for the organization. So when we hit that point that we were very stable and we were ready to position ourselves for growth, very much what I'm talking to you about today, the leadership made a commitment to move from a heavy operational focus organization to a sales focus operation, which still had the strong operations, but they were willing and made the commitment to change everything in that organization to reward people based on the criteria of sales and operations. So I hope that makes sense about making a commitment and communicating that and then taking it deep into the organization so everybody knew what they were going to be rewarded for and they were able to actually step into those actions and activities with confidence. And I'll be commenting more about this as we go along to kind of put that in more perspective and what those steps actually look like. So number one, making the commitment and counting the cost and then being committed to making the changes necessary to make that happen. Number two is vision check. Do you know the vision for the organization I was sharing with you didn't change. However, it was reviewed to make sure that that vision still was a viable one to take us to the next level that the organization wanted to go to. One of my favorite vision statements, it's not their vision statement anymore from what I understand, but Disney at one point had a vision statement to make people happy. Do you know that's a great vision statement because what it communicated is that was the number one priority of the organization. And a matter of fact, it's saying that that's why the organization exists is to make people happy. Well, when we have a vision statement that is clear, it should help everybody within the organization and even outside of the organization that are customers, clients, shareholders, understand clearly what the priority is of that organization. It does answer the question, why do we exist? As we prepare our company for growth or position for that next level with our company, it's important that we pull that vision statement out, go through it and ask ourselves a question, is this still the right vision statement for what we're seeing in the next year, five years, and in the near future or the long-term future? Or do we need to make some changes to it that really better defines why we exist today and where we're headed towards? A vision statement in an organization really helps people to know what they're trying to achieve on a daily basis. It helps them to know the purpose Purpose of why we're there, which is really important. And it's scriptural. Habakkuk 2.2 says this, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. This is one of those things that I envision: like, hey, a statement or maybe two lines that's going to encourage me with the organization. And help me to know that I've set my sales in the right direction. It even helps people know, is this the right organization for me, either as an employee or even as a, a customer or a partner with the organization? Is this something that I can get on board with and be passionate about? So as you prepare your company for growth, you will need to have a vision that you and the team can read and run with that lines up with what you're seeing is in the future of your organization for profit and for growth. So is your vision where it needs to be for growth? If it is, great. Just build some communication around that. Make sure that people understand what that looks like and, and set up uh, the performance reviews and your commissions and reward plans along with that vision. And if you don't have a vision statement, that's okay. This is a great time for you to create a vision statement that is going to position you for the growth that you have next year and for the years to come. So, when we talk about a vision check, here are four points to that it's what's your current vision? Number two, what is most important in your vision? Does it line up, number three, with the growth that you are wanting? And number four, if you need a new vision, go ahead and make that adjustment now so that as you're preparing and in preparation for the growth that you want to see in 2022, you are giving yourself and your team members that vision that they can read and they can run with it to give you the results that you are hoping for. We are in, many would say, very uncertain times. I think with the new legislation that's pending, uh, certainly the new administration, many business owners are looking at things and thinking, oh my goodness, what is this going to be like? Do I even have the opportunity to grow and to succeed? And I would say if we were honest with each other as business owners, we've all pondered those questions. But really, what it comes down to, and I think this is going to really anchor you with just being bold about the growth and positioning yourself for a successful 2022 is that God's original design for us is profit and growth. He has designed us and our organizations for success. And his promises don't come with, you know, well, unless the economy is solid or unless you're under a good administration. No, his promises are based on our relationship with him, his wisdom, his guidance, just his character, just following through with things the way that God would have us do business. And in that, it gives us the confidence to say, you know what, no matter what's going on around me, I know that I'm going to grow in 2022. And it's not based on who's in charge in the government. It's based on my relationship and the promises of God, which we know are yes and amen. So if you've struggled with that, certainly we've faced hardships over the last couple of years, no doubt about it. We've all gone through things. But if we know despite those things that we can have hope, it gives us perseverance. It gives us encouragement. It's a passion that we have based on what God's put on our heart that is going to carry us through and is going to help us to make these decisions that we need to make to position us for growth and really see our organizations fulfill the plan that God has for us. And again, going back to Wealth Builder's vision is making sense of making money for making a difference. So we need to learn, we need to make sense of how to do this, then move into that making money, which, you know, we're, we're in us that are listening to it. But our goal is that we want to make a difference in the lives that are involved with us, the lives around us and influence in our culture and in our society. And here's the good news is that God created everything, right? He created us. He created businesses. He created the very earth that we live in, he knows how things work. And when we gain that perspective, we can realize that absolutely no matter what we face, when we can lean and trust in him, he will guide us into that place of profit and growth. So just know it's something that we walk alongside God in. He's laid the path out before us, And we cooperate with that plan and that purpose. It kind of takes some of the pressure off as we go through these steps. Okay, next, number three, and this is the last one that we're going to cover today in this podcast, is a leadership check. With the organization, that bank that I was describing to you, and we knew in those first several years that we had to have a strong operational focus, if you looked at the leadership team Many people could lean towards operations or sales, but there are some key people that were brought in during that time that were solid operational risk management people. So when we were shifting into a growth mode where we had things stabilized and now we're ready to become that billion dollar organization that we had always planned, but we're stepping through these other pieces that were necessary to get there. We had to communicate to team members that came from the top leadership throughout the entire organization that we were now becoming a sales organization that was positioned for growth, helping people understand that the operational soundness is certainly important and we had to go through that step and we need to continue with operational soundness. But giving people an encouragement or instilling confidence in them that now that we've done that great job, we have a solid foundation, now we are going to shift into growth mode. And to do that, we are going to be changing things. There's that word change to a sales organization. Well, you can imagine during that time, people that were very comfortable in operations, maybe they didn't like sales, the company. Had to position themselves to be okay. That if we lost some people that didn't want to get on board with where the organization was going, we wanted to do everything we could to keep them. But if they weren't willing to change to move the company in the direction that it needs to go, that they were just no longer going to be a fit for us. And even some high up leaders that didn't want to make that adjustment, some of them knew that they were on assignment for a short period of time to kind of move things along, which is really wise if you need to get somewhere fast. Those were people that knew that their time was going to probably come to an end when this shift was made. And it was actually something they, they did a great job of. They were there to position us for. And then there are some leaders that might have the aptitude to do sales, but they didn't have the willingness to make changes. And so we had to empower people to make the adjustments necessary. But let me tell you, when you make a change like that and you position yourself and prepare your company for growth, it comes from the top and it moves all the way through the organization. So here are some things that you wanna take a look at to help assess if you are in a position to be ready for growth in 2022. Number one, What has been your reward measurements? For example, if you're a bank, like I described, do you reward your employees for operational excellence only, though you're asking them to do sales referrals, to cross sell? Because whatever you reward people for is the direction that they're going to go and focus on. In this bank in particular, we put together an incentive plan And it changed throughout the years based on the goals of the organization, based on the vision of the organization and where we needed to be that year. That was really, really smart, because if we made that change and we adjusted how we rewarded people, the behavior is naturally going to follow that reward. Number two, when you do performance reviews, what are the items that you list in measuring performance. I cannot tell you how many organizations that I've either been a part of or worked with that communicated that they wanted one set of results. Yet when it came down to actually the performance review, which everybody kind of has a little like, I want to do good on my performance review. They actually measured them on things and mark them high in areas that did not line up with the overall vision. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, like, how could that happen? But as a company goes through stages, as a company positions themselves to move and change to continue to grow and be successful. Those performance reviews need to be looked at to make sure that they're moving with what the organization is saying that they want. And number three are the things that we are measuring both in a reward measurement, like incentives and performance measurement consistent with growth. And you can look at this before 2022. That's why we're talking about this now can take a look at these things and get a really good jump start on setting a framework for your organization that is going to set you up for success and really position you for growth in 2022. Now, I've got several steps that we're going to be going through in the next couple of podcasts here that are along these lines. But today we introduced three of them to you as we prepare for growth. Number one, It's important that you make the commitment and ask the question Am I ready for growth? And am I willing to make the changes necessary to facilitate that growth? Number two, let's do a vision check and make sure that our vision statement is in line with where we want to be next year and in the years to come. And if not, you just make adjustments, do it now so that you can hit the 2022, you can hit the ground running. And then number three, Do a leadership check to make sure that you've got the right people in the right positions and or that you have a conversation with your top leaders. Let them know what you're planning and give them time to prepare to shift or make a change. And hopefully they are willing and they are able to change with you so that you are all moving in the same direction to accomplish your goals. All right, thank you so much for joining me today on the Wealth Builders Podcast. Billy and Becky Epperhart are just so blessed that your support and that you join us each week for these. We hope that they're a blessing for you. The team has put together a one-pager for the podcast or a free download. So if you want an outline of this, go to wealthbuilders.org and then you can listen to this again and even make notes. And then we've got something that Billy and Becky created called Wealth Builders University. This is a phenomenal opportunity for you. It's just two hundred ninety nine dollars a year, and you have access to video teachings in the area of investments, in the areas of real estate, areas of business, personal growth, leadership, and the powerpoints and all of the templates that go with that. And if you join that annual membership at two hundred ninety nine dollars, you also get to be part of a monthly mastermind call where the speakers and teachers and coaches. Teach live. it's a private call for those that are part of Wealth Builders University. Then we leave time on there also for some questions and answers. So I invite you to subscribe and check out wealthbuilders.org. We've got thousands or more blogs that Billy has put out there completely free of charge. He's got a YouTube channel. Uh, he's just got all sorts of content out there to really help you in your journey of making sense, making money, to make a difference. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Wealth Builders podcast. God bless you.
0: We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. In your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders Podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.